Before we get into the episode today, I want to ask a quick favor from everyone listening. If you've been enjoying the podcast, we'd love if you would review our podcast on iTunes. It really helps new people discover the show. It helps us with the ratings of the show. And it also is just awesome to hear from you guys and hear your feedback on the show. So drop us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. All right, let's get into it. This week on the Colin and Samir podcast, we talk about a call we got from Yes Theory. We explore the concept of saying yes, which we did, and talk through our fears about skydiving for a second time, which should pretty much explain what the call was about. We also continue our conversation on Instagram and debate some recent news about the platform. Lastly, we take a really interesting question from a listener and give our opinion on the matter. All right, this episode begins with a conversation about saying yes to yes theory. The funny thing is that when this podcast comes out, like we will have already been through the experience. You're going straight into the skydiving Well, I just wanted to bring it up. I just feel like right before we pressed record, we were talking about skydiving. So I feel like it's just funny that like we're, we're it, today is Saturday. It's uh, like 12 hours before we hit the road to, to go on the adventure. Um, but by the time this comes out, like we would like, it's all, we're, we're already past it, you know? Yeah. I kind of can't believe we're doing it again, but I also kind of can, I don't know. I, I think I reserved one more skydive opportunity strictly for yes theory because i just (laughs) knew that at any time they could like wake me up in the middle of the night and drag me to go skydiving and if you guys can't hear at home the enthusiasm just beaming through colin's (laughs) mouth through this microphone into your headphones or speakers at home this guy is excited let me tell you (laughs) man last time i told you i had no desire to go skydiving literally none i did it it was a like jolt of adrenaline it was fun i'm Mm -hmm. happy i did it um but again when i landed i was like i i've done that i don't need to do that ever again so let's bring everybody up to speed on context here it was thursday today's saturday i think it was thursday right thursday afternoon we get a facetime from amar separately i got it um and amar facetimed me and every time amar facetimes me my heart like drops a little bit so i'm like what what's about to happen right now because sometimes it can be like in this moment something is happening it can be the most unbelievably exciting thing typically it's one of the most exciting things ever and it's like oh my god that's happening now let's go do this so you like you get the facetime from amar and you're like something is going down this time amar picks up and i know that you know yesterday now if you're listening to this podcast sunday is amar's 25th birthday so we're all planning to get together um, and I kept hearing that he's having these ideas around doing something bigger, flying people from around the world. It's like this very exciting thing for his 25th birthday. Now, Amar also loves to skydive. So as Amar is telling me about this day and that how excited he is to have Colin and I there, uh, he just kind of slides in there like, yeah, and in the morning, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to take this bus and we're going to go skydiving and then we're going to go to lunch. And he just kind of like blows by it. And I'm like, oh, man. We're going skydiving again. Uh, and yeah. then I told him, I said, you got to call Colin uh, and, and tell him. Yeah, I was in an Uber on the way to get my haircut. And as I'm about to get out of the Uber, I get a FaceTime from Amar. And same type of thing. I got kind of a little bit nervous just because you never know what he's going to ask you to do and if he's going to be filming it for like a reaction, you know. 
uh, so the pressure is kind of on. And I actually, I was so close to just walking into my haircut that I was not planning on picking up. Mm. I picked up by accident. Mm, As I got out of the Uber, I, I think I brushed uh, against my phone. And before I knew it, I hear Amar. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm FaceTiming with Amar. I did not plan to do this. Mm. Uh, I love to see Amar. So then I'm just sitting there. I'm talking to him on the side of the street. And uh, he's kind of breaking up, but I can hear that we're going skydiving. And he's like, yeah, Samir, I just talked to Samir. He said maybe like you, you probably wouldn't be, you know, you said you'd never do this again. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's the thing with the yes theory, guys, though, it's like, what are you going to say no? I mean, the whole proposition, you can't say no to. It's his 25th birthday. He's flying yeah. people from around the world. It's like, and he's, you know, Amar from Yes Theory. The amazing thing about the guys from Yes Theory is that they do not call you. They always FaceTime. Yeah, I and I think a lot it's, of credit for that. It's very strategic too. I mean, A, it's very personal, which I love. I love to like talk to someone and see them look in their eyes and speak to them. Same. But the guys from Yes Theory um, do it. And it just, how can you look Amar in the eyes and be like, no, I'm not going to go skydiving for your 25th birthday. You, you can't do it, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to go skydiving. <laughs> so here, here's my dilemma. Like, I'm having an actual dilemma. I okay. don't want to go skydiving mm. again. Mm. I've, I've said I'm going to. I want to go mm. to Amar's birthday. I want to yeah. be there with everyone. Okay. But I don't want to go skydiving. I mean, there's probably an opportunity. No. Okay. Really, everyone's going to go skydiving, and it's fine. I yeah. will... I'm going to There's going to be a lot of good energy, though. Let me yeah, tell you. Like, Great. The yeah, last yeah. time we went, you and I were feeding off each other to this, like, fear energy and right now even how i feel i feel like such a good energy about it yeah um and and i honestly i i, I typed it up in in some notes i sent you before this but i honestly have this feeling about it and i said this last night to katie about skydiving it's like it's this thing that there's so much fear beforehand and we talked about this on our last episode about skydiving but there's so much fear beforehand but we know because we've been on it before that when you jump out there's this unbelievable moment Right. Like, you know that there's this unbelievable moment and it's such a good metaphor and kind of just example for the rest of your life that the moment of bliss comes when when you commit, when you jump. It doesn't come prior when you're thinking about it. It doesn't come with the fear. You know, all, all that stuff is very real before committing to anything. But when you commit, there's this moment and it's amazing. I'm honestly not even that scared anymore i don't have that much fear i do still think it's a reckless activity mm. i i mainly you know i i actually really do feel like i don't want to do it like i just don't want to mm. and i was questioning myself today like at what point do i just follow my own personal conviction here and just say no and go with it because something i also look up to the s theory guys like something about them they say no a lot. A lot, yeah. They're very... And I want to be there for Mark's birthday and spend the time with him. Mm -hmm. But they say no a lot to things that they don't have time to do, don't want to do. That's true. Uh, and I feel like I don't do that. Mm -hmm. I keep saying yes to the, some of these things where I'm like, deep down, do I really want to do this? Mm -hmm. So at what point do I start following my own personal conviction and say no and do what I want to do? And like... Maybe go support him and then come back in time so I can watch Game of Thrones. That's fair. You know? I mean, also, that's a possibility even if you do go skydiving. There's a yeah, lot of events yeah. tomorrow. There's a lot of events tomorrow. I probably you, will try and get back yeah, in time you, for Game of Thrones. You could absolutely do that, man. But do you understand? Like, you I 100% under, like, understand. I think um, a big thing that I've tried to work on this year is trying to not say yes to everything. It's so easy to say yes to everything. And not in the way of, you know, saying yes to things outside of your 
comfort zone, but in the way of just like knowing your focus and your path and your what's what's uh, how do you want to fill your time and what are you working on, focusing on, what's going to make you happy and saying no to everything else. And again, like you said, those guys are really good at that. Like Th- Thomas, when I was I had dinner with him recently, and he he was like, you know, like big interview requests. He'll say no to if he wants to work on writing a video or editing a video. He's like, doesn't matter to him if it's the biggest podcast in the world or or a big magazine shoot that he's going to get on. Like he's like, nah, the most important thing in the world is me telling these stories. And I think that's that's such a admirable thing is like knowing yourself so well that you're like, you know what that doesn't fall into my you know, core values or, or what I'm working on right now. So that's a no. That's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, hold, hold on. So I, I, like, how would you, uh, but I think there is a way that you could go and just like not do the skydiving part. No, I mean, if I'm going to go, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to drive three hours. <laughs> out there yeah. for including the drive out to Venice tomorrow yeah. to not go skydiving. Mm, I'm going to do it. And I think it's interesting. Amara wants to like jump out first and then we're going to jump out after him and he's going to film it. Yeah. The way that this one's different. <laughs> I mean, it's, this one, it's cool. Yeah. The, the, and like, I don't want to <laughs> complain about getting invited to go skydiving. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but it, it just did make me think about like following my own personal conviction sometimes. This yeah, is a little bit different it. because it's like one of our really good friends' birthdays and I want to go support him and be there. Yeah, but it but it, but, but, it, it, but it, it did come up to me where I was like, yeah, man, like it does bleed into a lot because it's not it's not malicious to say no. Um you know, but you want to be there for people. It's especially like people who want to have coffee or meet. That is the hardest part because you want to sit there and have coffee with everyone and meet everyone and um have these moments, but it really takes a lot of time away from you know, doing what you need to do that I'm down for. Yeah. But I, I think it's, but, like, I, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. It but takes just, a lot of like, yeah, again, I want to do all of it, slightly but if I say yes, slightly to, different than jumping out of a plane, maybe depending on how many we'll coffees see. you have. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I'm look, I'm freaked out. I'm, I was freaked out last time we did it. I'm freaked out this time, because, especially because we're jumping out of the back, like military style. Like it's like a drop zone and there's like 10 of us in this massive sky van. It's like, I don't like flying at all. I don't like any of this stuff, but um, there, oh, man. There, Skydiving. there is a, there oh. is a part of it for me. That's recognizing how much fear I have in general in my life. And like, just like g- giving all these opportunities to conquer fear, I think is good. I think skydiving makes you think about death. Honestly, it does. Yeah, it definitely does. Cause you, ha- I, I mean, you just, whether you want to or not, you think about, all right, well, tomorrow I'm jumping out of a plane. So if this was my last day, mm-hmm. like, am I doing the things I want to do? Has it all been good? It's just this weird thing yeah, where yeah, you're yeah. like, I can't believe I'm doing And maybe if you skydive a lot, obviously you don't have that feeling. Yeah. But for guys like us who are like, you know, not avid skydivers, don't plan on it, didn't know we were doing this until a couple days ago. Yeah, it's I mean, it's one of those things. It's I like, talked to my brother a little bit about it. And my brother had a skydiving mishap. He, he had a malfunction uh, when he came down with his parachute on, on the second time he went. What is this, like fear factor? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing and to he, me, here, uh, man? And he was talking to me. He was like, look, man, it's like such a small percentage chance that that happens, and it happened to me, and I made it down. Like, there, there, was, a, there was a safety net there. Like, it, they figured it out. It was, it was totally fine. So, like, you know, you'll be all right. You know, that's the reality. So, uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but bottom line. It's, I mean, it's safe. Yeah. But I just think just the idea right. of jumping out of a plane, you think about it. It's crazy. You no, know, I agree with you. But thinking about death also makes you think about your current 
life. What I mean by that is you'll fear death way more if you're not happy with how you're living your life right now. Mm -hmm. Because because when you think about if if you were 100% content, which is, I don't even know if that's a a thing. If you're 100% content with your life, you might look at it and be like, okay, well, if that happens, you know, it's been like I'm doing exactly what I want to do. It's been awesome. Okay, now Sorry, on a man, lighter I'm like, note. I'm like way too in my own head now about that. I got to <laughs> take some time if we pause this podcast. Um, well, the thing I wanted to talk about is like, you know, a year ago, was it a year ago that we met Yes Theory? Yeah. Last February? Yeah. So a year ago, we met Yes Theory through making a video on YouTube. And so much of our community today um, has been driven through social media, video creation, YouTube primarily, um, the guys at Yes Theory and how they meet a lot of people as well is through social media. Um, so we've met a lot of interesting people through social media. And this week we, we read a, an article um, and there's you know a lot of talk around Instagram and Instagram removing likes from the platform. Now, this whole thing has to do with a video we just released on our YouTube channel about Instagram and how we think you could use it in a more healthy way or how how we use it um, or try to use it. And one of those things is to drive community. But it's clear that Instagram, even as a platform, even in thinking about removing likes, is viewing it as, okay, there's, there might be some, me- we're, we might be playing into some mental health problems here or like some anxiety or something, clearly, if they're thinking about removing likes from the platform. Um, so I just wanted to talk a little bit about Instagram as a tool as a distribution platform, we've talked about it on this podcast before and how we view it. But how does how, do, how does social media continue to operate as this you know community tool and not as like an anxiety provoking thing that exists in our world? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, the the struggle is to keep yourself from you know comparing yourself to everything else that you're seeing. In my opinion whether I get to see how many likes a video or a photo has, I don't think will determine, you know, whether I compare myself to it. When I see something that is aspirational to me that, you know, I kind of wish my life was more like, I don't think, oh, well, that post has 13,000 likes. I only get, you know, a thousand or something. I just think I look at the content for what it is and make the comparison. So in my opinion, I don't see likes necessarily having too much of an effect from a mental health perspective because uh, according to what Instagram was testing, you actually, as the user, once you post, you still get to see your metrics of how many likes you get. So you still know that. Right. So you still know. So you still know that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the comparison component. So, so here's a. So we posted this on both Instagram and Twitter, and people have been chiming in on their opinions on it. Um, just while we're talking about yes theory, here's here's Thomas Bragg. He he wrote back on Instagram with us with a comment. He said, "I think it's an amazing idea for them to get rid of the likes feature, um, public facing. People will care so much less about trying to get social approval, and it'll get the platform to mostly be about sharing again." But I think your point, like that. Yes, maybe that's true, um, but at the same time, it doesn't really mitigate against people comparing themselves to others, which has been a thing forever, right? Like, yeah. with or without Instagram, people compare themselves to each other. Yeah, it's just that with Instagram, you have uh, it in your pocket at all times, and it's relatively addicting right? to keep looking at it. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's interesting because I think that 
the reality is though that, that Instagram is a it's a vanity platform. Yeah. It's all about vanity, right? Like the whole platform is about that. It's about how you look to other people. And part of getting 100,000 likes is is how you look to other people. Um, but at the same time, like these these tools again, like we've we've met a ton of people through these tools. So so when you share something, someone could reach out to you. I mean, today someone I, I posted a picture of my bagel on my Instagram story and a friend from elementary school who I found out works as a producer here in LA reached out to me and was like, that bagel looks great. And I was like, yeah, man, it, it, it was amazing. He was like, I see that you're doing cool stuff in content. We should, we should meet up sometime. And I'm like, yeah, we should. That's a crazy feature of these apps, you know? And again, it's the way we met Yes Theory. The reason why we have done all these, you know, interesting projects with them is because of just creating on social media. I mean, even before Yes Theory, man, go back to, again, just the way that you and I met post something and you reached out to me and then from working on lacrosse network together the amount of people that we interact with in the lacrosse world you know that we worked with for three four years some of which we didn't meet until two three years in you yeah. know it's it's really amazing when you look back at seven years worth of creating the network that we have now uh, much of which is an in-person network with people who've moved to LA or when we go visit in New York the amount of time that we interact with people that we've met uh, only because of our Instagram or, or social media right. presence or YouTube presence is really incredible. Yeah. And even on, e even if you think about Twitter, you know, through weekend film fest, we've connected with so many people. I mean, you look at Braxton Haugen, who's a kid we had on this podcast, who we met through Twitter because of we, uh, the thing we did weekend film fest. And he ended up coming out here and living with you and working with us on some of our biggest videos ever. Um, now we've become, you know, close with him. And that's like a personal relationship that's driven from the fact that social media exists and can connect us more. So there's so many good components to it. I guess all the stuff I'm talking about maybe doesn't necessarily have to do with the likes feature, but because yeah. likes exist and are public facing, it allows people to become influencers and to become center points of communities, right? Or do you think that that can happen without likes? Like, I think that can happen without likes. I mean, I, as long as you're creating engagement, you can still become the center point of a community, putting out content that people resonate with, right? Yeah, I think so. I think, I, I don't know how, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, there's an interesting take here on um, Instagram. Tyson Hutchins says, it's a bad idea. People will find a new number to validate their posts. It's just a PR move to try and look as if they're doing their part to improve mental health. I actually... I don't know if I fully agree with that, that it's just like a PR move. It, uh, it's a PR move, but I do believe that people at these platforms, yeah, they want to keep you on them as long as possible, but they're also invested in making sure that it's a good, healthy experience. Mm -hmm. You know, I think sometimes people can be quick to be sort of cynical of these platforms because they are so large and they do have so much power. Um, but when it comes down to it, you know, people are at the core, like the way that people operate are at the core of these platforms. And if enough people are having a bad experience and are deleting Instagram like they have been lately and talking about it very publicly, then that, that is a bad look for them. Mm -hmm. um, and so I actually do, and we've met a lot of people from these platforms. I do think that there are a lot of really good people invested in making the healthiest uh, product possible. So uh, th part of this conversation, it's been so exciting that we have been able to post on Instagram and Twitter and hear so many people's thoughts on this. Um, if you're listening to this podcast right now, when you get a second post 
on our Instagram post um, or on Twitter if you want to chime in and let us know what you think about this because I, I, this is all of you interact with social media on a daily basis. Everyone interacts with Instagram on a daily basis. Um, just curious what you guys think it would be like if if likes weren't there. Um, to tie back in with the skydiving thing, I'm definitely going to post a picture of myself skydiving and it's definitely going to get a lot of likes because skydiving content does great on Instagram. People, people, <laughs> people like skydiving. I'm just content. jumping out for the likes. This yeah. whole conversation about likes on Instagram has brought up a platform Visco a lot. Like throughout the comments, I've seen a ton of people talking about Visco, um, which is V S C O. That's a platform that people use to edit their photos. And that is Instagram without the likes. You can share, um, you know, you can share content there and there's no likes. Um, but that's probably also why it's not that big of a platform. Yeah. I mean, it's mainly for photographers and from, we've right. spoken with a few photographers about it and they've said, yeah, it's cool, but it's not that fun. Yeah. It's you not, know what I mean, what yeah, makes yeah. Instagram fun, uh, you know, are the, the likes, the engagement, the comments, the DMS, you know, it really does. It works very well. It's really good at what it does. Mm -hmm. It's really good at keeping us on it yeah, <laughs> at making great. us post. And you know, it's interesting. I, I really have not posted that much on my personal Instagram at all, but I did choose to post a couple things uh, this last week, going on a hike, going on a run, just active things. And it did elicit a lot of responses, DMs, comments, and all positive. And it actually did really make me feel good. It was not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's, it's really more so, um, I'm, I'm much more affected by what I consume than what I necessarily put out. Hmm. I find that whenever I put something out, Sometimes I'm self-conscious about it, but for the most part, people are like, oh, cool. <laughs> what if you just went to follower count zero? Sorry, sorry, following count zero. Like if you follow zero people. <laughs> um, I've, I've thought about that. Like so many cool brands do that, you know, where it's like zero followers. I know, I know. I don't... Zero following. I don't want to act like I'm that cool, uh, but I, I also get a lot of value out of some of the accounts. Yeah, what if you like I... Marie Kondo, your account, you know? You look at everyone and you're like, does this person bring me joy? No, I, <laughs> I, I do do that. I do do that. I, I have told you that I go through and I mute or I unfollow. It's part of our video. It is. It is part of our video today. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I do think I, I, I get value out of a lot of the accounts. I also think I have a little bit of an information addiction. Like I really want to be in the know. You know, you were, you were saying in the video, we bring up that I follow Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And it's so funny. I actually don't want to not follow Kim Kardashian because I find that like knowing what's going on with the Kardashians is news. Oh my God. It's okay, hold pop on. culture. Wait, hold on. It's, I need to know what's I, happening. I need to know this answer. So for the video, you muted Kim Kardashian. Did you already unmute her? No, actually I have not yet. Okay. But right. I will. Let's get to very know. shortly. So. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I don't feel any need to follow them. I don't really follow their storylines, but anyone else that I follow their storyline, yeah, I do. But I think that would be an interesting experiment. I think I could comfortably do that, go down to zero people that I'm following, because I think I could, if I ever wanted to follow people again, I could just build back up to the people I, w I know I want to follow. Because I probably follow like close to a thousand people now, just, you know. This may sound kind of dark. Let's but do this. Have you ever? I thought about this this morning. What if I just disappeared for an entire year? Hmm. Like I told my family, obviously, yeah. some of my close friends, like where I was going to be or how to get in contact with me, but no social media, hmm. no existing in the current community that I exist in. I just went and traveled without 
really being on my phone. I just disappeared for a year. That would probably be really interesting. Though. Be super interesting. That'd probably be really uh, good for yeah. for like self growth. Yeah, that would probably be great. That's that's very like it's Henry. very selfish, I think. But yeah, but that takes you right back to the saying yes or saying no. Like being selfish is actually the best path to achieving something that you personally want to achieve to um, becoming more in touch with yourself. Like being selfish actually can yield some really good things. Um, it's not about being like mean to other people. It's just about really prioritizing self. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, it's not about harming other people at all or, or doing anything like that. It's just like 100% my priority is myself. And that's where it's like, if you don't want to go skydiving, like, no, nah, I don't want to go. This time I'm gonna go. Yeah, this time you're gonna go. I I I, I low key like need you to go because I like I, I I see like the last time we went it was it was very like comforting you know just just to be in it together you know it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah yeah I hear you you know yeah just if one of us goes down I would be but, shaking yeah, but, I think yeah. if you weren't there and right. I was like because then it would just be some nightmare I think <laughs> where it was like uh, yeah. where's Samir why am I in this jumpsuit right you know uh, yeah. yeah yeah so you can expect us to probably post content from the skydive experience it's gonna be really interesting because we wake up at 6 a.m uh you've probably already <laughs> seen it i guess because it happens oh tomorrow you, you, you'll definitely see it on our instagram but i mean like i think we'll make a, a video oh, a proper yeah. video about it skydiving is just a fun experience to to make content about and it's going to be a really interesting day i'm excited to meet all the different people that come from around the world like it's that's such actually a, the most such a exciting fascinating thing man to be friends with those guys that's one of the most ex- that's one of the parts that i'm most excited about is seeing who's there and talking to everyone and one of the most interesting thing in the world is to be friends with the s guys <laughs> like it's yeah, it's, it's fascinating um, so many like interesting things happen because of it and because everyone around them says yes so you end up i mean everyone who's going to be there tomorrow is going to be yeah. someone who said yes mm-hmm. uh, to this idea and who's traveled from around the world to get there yeah that in itself is interesting to be a part of yeah yeah it, it, it it's it's also interesting because i think we're probably on the older spectrum of of their friends um, and i've become so much more risk averse I was you thinking know, about that like this morning. When I was 18, it's like, yeah, let's go skydiving. But totally. Like, I was so think, much more risk-averse now. I was thinking, you know, does this conversation sound like we're old? Well, you guys let us know. If you're listening to this, are you like, come on, guys. Because sky- like, I, just had go a, skydiving. I had a thought this morning, you know, if I had kids or if you had kids and this opportunity came up two days, you know, before, do you say yes? Probably not. Probably yeah, not. But, per, but the conversation probably changes as you get older. I have, I don't know. I have no idea. We'll find out. But I'll tell you how, like, how I feel about it has changed over time because I'm more like, uh, okay. Also, like, for me, know. Sunday morning, like coffee yeah, yeah. is yeah. my Super Bowl. Like I love yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. getting a coffee, hanging out, <laughs> just relax. Granted, I do it every day, but. Yeah, that's uh, kind of a daily thing. It's become a daily thing. Okay, speaking of Super Bowl, we have a voice message on Anchor that we wanted to talk about. Again, this is something that we are going to incorporate more into our episodes. If you want to ask us a question. <laughs> Hold on. Speaking of Super Bowl? You didn't listen to the voice message. No, I did. I it's you. about... Sports. Sports. Yeah. Super, Super okay. Bowl is sports. <laughs> okay. It's about fencing. You just ruined the the, Sorry. the cliffhanger here. Continue. Okay. It's about sports. <laughs> When you say it's my Super Bowl, that means it's like your big athletic event of the day is you walking to coffee. All right. Sorry to interrupt. (laughs) 
Wow, you got me like really heated about this. Yeah, take a deep breath. Okay, all right. So on Anchor, if you download the Anchor app, you can actually leave us a voice message. And it's a really cool feature. It allows us to like hear your voice and answer questions from you guys. So here we go. This one, God, the names just are getting challenging. Um, you want me to read it? Try it. This one's from... Wait, hold on. I got to open up the email. Uh, here, it's right here. Okay, let me see. Nah, you got it. All right, cool. This one is from Kelly Diabate. I'm so sorry if I didn't <laughs> do that right. Uh, but here is Kelly's voice message. Hey, Colin and Samir. Uh, first and foremost, I love your work. I watch, I watch almost all of your videos. The breakdown is amazing. I'm going to steal some of your concept because it's really great. I love oh, okay. For doing the content you're making. Uh, I'm a, I'm a fencer, and I'm trying to qualify qualify for the 2020 Olympics in fencing, of course. And uh, yeah, I'm doing daily vlogs, trying to document my journey until the Olympics. I don't think I'm doing it in a proper way because I'm not giving enough advice, but whatever. Uh, since you've done the lacrosse network, uh, I just really want your advice on how to make uh, proper content, spot content, uh, because I'm aiming to become a professional athlete because fencing is not a professional sport through these videos and so i'll really take any advice you get on that matter um thank you so much love your content i watch whatever you output and listen to all of your podcasts there love you guys take care wow what an awesome message um and so cool that a stranger can say love you guys yeah that's awesome man thank you so much for sending us that voice message again such a cool feature to hear like hear the emotion in someone's voice it's amazing quickly becoming one of my favorite parts yeah, yeah. unbelievable so there's a lot to unpack there. You know, A, here's a guy who's um, trying out for the Olympics. And here's something that I love about sports and sports content. Any good story establishes stakes. So whether that's a, like a, a game or a match between two people, there's immediate stakes. There's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser. And both sides want to win. Losing is at stake, right? And, and typically, there's even more at stake. So when you think about making good sports content, what's really important is establishing the stakes. So if you're trying to become an Olympian, already that is huge stakes, right? I got to make it to the Olympics. Now tell us why. Why do you have to make it to the Olympics? What's the most important part about making it to the Olympics? Is it your family? Is it a dream you had as a kid? How can we connect to those stakes? That's one of the most important parts of what you're doing and driving that home. If it's a daily vlog, drive it home. Drive it home regularly that that is something you're trying to do and why we are all watching you is because you're trying to become an Olympian because of X. And then I would say the next part is you're, you're going to bring us through the how you're going to do it, right? And, and it's super important that during those moments, you document realistic tries. So your realistic attempts, we want to see you try and fail and then try and succeed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that, that discovery process, that journey to achieving the goal and understanding that if you don't achieve it, something is at stake. That's what makes amazing content. If you go back to, you know, Casey Neistat daily vlogging about launching Beam, there's a lot at stake there. He talked about all this whole team that's there, the investors. Uh, he's talking about building a company and how hard it is. His family's spending time away from his family. There's a lot of stakes there if this company doesn't go well. So while we're watching him build it, additionally, there's this mystery and conflict and tension and the fact that we don't know what the company is every single day. And he keeps telling us that one day he's going to tell us. 
So as you're looking at a daily vlog, I would say that's that's the most important is, are you developing stakes? Are you keeping our attention day to day? Do you have to do a daily vlog? I don't know. I don't think so. I think you could probably do it weekly. I think a, probably a good guy to watch is that tennis player, Stefanos. Mm-hmm. He makes awesome content. Um, but the thing that I think was really interesting that he said is he wants to become a professional fencer, but not from fencing, from creating content. Yeah, that's interesting. And I, I, I would advise you when you think about who your audience is, don't think about the biggest audience first. Don't think that your audience is general sports fans. Don't think that it's people who are just interested in the Olympics. Think about fencers first and foremost. Start with the community that's very authentic to you and make sure that they are invested and interested and they will be the first people to give you feedback in the comments and on Twitter and react to it and allow you to guide your content and to keep making it better and better. So I would say focus your content on that community first, speak their language, make sure you put the videos where they're already existing, whether that's on you know forums and blogs or Reddit communities about fencing. So start with that community and make sure you get them hooked first and then you can expand. The community is, is definitely fencers, but it's probably also aspiring Olympians. Mm-hmm. And anyone also who had become had gone through your same experience of becoming an Olympian? I would say start with aspiring fencer, like aspi- fencers who aspire to be in the Olympics. Right. Start there. Yeah. And then you can build to people who just want to be in the Olympics. Right. And then people who have gone through the journey and have successfully become Olympians. And collaborate. Collaborate with the, all those kinds of people. Like immerse yourself in that community. But I think that's awesome, man. I would, I would love if you sent us some of these videos to watch. It sounds really interesting. Um, so yeah, again, such a fun component of our podcast that you can leave us a voice message and we can like riff on it. I hope it's interesting to, to everyone else because it's fascinating for me to hear what, what all you guys do and what kind of questions you want to ask us. Yeah. So if you have questions out there for us, definitely get on the anchor app and leave us a voice message. All right, let's close the loop here on skydiving tomorrow morning. Final closing thoughts. I'm not afraid fully. That's (laughs) That's great. I'm really not as afraid. Um, I am looking forward to seeing everyone there, and I'm looking forward to getting on the ground safely. Yeah, that's an amazing moment. Once it you feels the ground so seat. good. Again, I've just been trying to relate it as much as possible to a lot of fear of commitment I've had in career, and just saying like, man, tomorrow this is a good, you know, opportunity to really explore what it means to commit fully, like just fully jump out there's no like you can't do anything else you just have to jump and trust it's easier with a group too i mean i remember when we went skydiving the first time you know we saw before we went up there was a grandmother who landed and oh, was yeah. so excited she had the yeah. best time and once i saw that and everyone else come down that's true it became a little bit easier to think about going up in that plane that, and i know tomorrow when all the guys are there and all the different you know people that come for a Mars birthday and everyone's excited about doing it some people i'm sure are going to be a little bit scared as well um when it's a group like that it'll make it easier for us to go up and do it that's an interesting thought that fear and discomfort and uh anxiety all that stuff is easier to overcome when you're surrounded by community yeah it's a good thing to think about like as you're diving into something as you're committing to something that might be a little scary whether it's something creative or um training to become an Olympian, whatever it is, surround yourself with a community that's going to support you because it's hard to make it through that stuff alone. It's hard I to mean, make it through anything alone. in life yeah. is better with people around. We're wired for connection. Yes. So 
It's a good point, man. All right. By this time, Monday, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, again, um, why don't you tell us if you would go skydiving on two days notice based off of FaceTime? And then you can <laughs> you can also uh, send us a voice message through the Anchor app and tweet at us and ask us how it went, and we will respond. Because by this time, we'll be on the ground and on to new and different things. We're, <laughs> we're meeting up with a subscriber from India this week. How cool is that? Super exciting. Like a person who watches our videos, who lives in India, who's visiting LA. That's amazing for me. Um, shout out again to everyone on the podcast who listens from India. Okay, that's it this week. Um, we're going to go edit and uh, get all this stuff ready and get ourselves mentally prepared to jump out of a plane. That's it this week for the Colin and Samir podcast. Make sure to review the episode on iTunes and leave us a voice message on Anchor. We love to hear from you. Check out our latest YouTube video about Instagram and give us your thoughts on the concept of removing likes from the Instagram platform. Also, if you have any other tips or tools on how you use Instagram more responsibly, we'd love to hear them. Thanks again to everyone who listens to this podcast, watches our video, and it's just a part of our community. We honestly just love watching our community grow, and we love hearing from all of you guys. All right, we'll see you back here next week for another episode of the Colin and Samir podcast.